Welcome to the Cool Girls Only podcast, where we talk about the excitement and uncertainty of navigating our 20s. I'm Jordan. And I'm Maddie. A cool girl is on a journey to becoming her best self, and we're here to share our thoughts and learnings every Friday with you. Welcome to Cool Girls Only. Hi. Hey. Welcome back, everyone, to Cool Girls Only. We ha- we've had a week off, and we're back after our one year and today you know we're talking about body image yeah this is a good episode we recorded this in studio yeah a while ago yeah we recorded a while ago in studio and i just remember it being a really good conversation yes yeah i've just been like thinking about it a lot Mm -hmm. lately because it's been a journey i don't know i just feel like not only throughout covid but throughout my 20s like body image has just been a constant like both positive and negative (laughs) So, yeah, we, we definitely kind of got into everything. So I guess we can just dive right into our wrecks. Yeah, you go first because I love your wreck. Oh, my God. Well, I love your wreck. <laughs> <laughs> we, so we both did Skinny Confidential um, episodes. I'll actually go first because I think yours is better. So my recommendation was the Victoria Garrick episode. So this was an episode she did on Skinny Confidential, and she talks about body dysmorphia, self-esteem, healthy social use, um, and loving your real self. So she's, I guess she's kind of an influencer slash podcaster. She has her own pod. Yeah. Um, but I really like her. I love what she's about. She's really, her whole like social presence is about like exposing, um, filters, not like exposing others, but just using the filter on herself and kind of showing the audience what filters can do. And like to keep in mind that, that the people you see online aren't always real mm-hmm. versions of themselves. Um, but yeah, I love this episode. I think she's awesome. I love that she kind of got into it with Michael because yes. I think Michael was an absolute ass during this whole episode. <laughs> I think we talked about that in this episode. Yeah, yeah, we definitely did. I think it's a good one. I think it goes well with this episode and she's great. So check her on social too. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a good rec. We, yeah, we definitely talked about that episode in this um recording i i love her like yeah she's just trying to make it more um transparent on social which i love because you know i hate instagram because it's not transparent (laughs) (laughs) um okay my rec is also a skinny confidential episode and it's with mari llewellyn this was like a recent episode and she is like a fitness influencer now and she has an app and everything which i need to check out but basically this episode is like she was talking about how she hit like rock bottom. She just didn't like who she was. She didn't know who she was and like went through a huge transformation. She like lost 90 pounds and just decided one day that she was really going to prioritize herself and like take better care of her body. And I don't know. I just really thought it was a really motivating episode, not only for like if you feel like you want to lose weight, but if you just feel like you need like, to get your shit together or like build better habits because that's exactly what she did. She just like woke up and like, I don't know. She had said she had hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. So she decided one day, like I need to start taking care of myself and like build better habits and just like have some discipline. Yeah. I absolutely love this episode. A hundred percent. If you're looking for motivation, um, just for like a healthier lifestyle, maybe you really want to lose some weight and just get in the gym more, whatever it might be. This episode is so motivating. Um, And I'm fully obsessed with her now. Like, I really... I followed her. I'm on her um, YouTube, like, all the time. Oh, she has a YouTube channel. She has a YouTube channel, and her and her boyfriend do, like, 
grocery hauls and stuff like that, which I really like because I think a lot of people in fitness, like you'll follow them and they show all their workouts, whatever. But like for someone who's just starting, you might be like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to do squats with a bar at the gym tomorrow. I don't Mm -hmm. even know what I'm doing. And so I really like that she also focuses on diet. Um, Yeah. And she talked about that in the episode. Like the first thing, the first step for her was like eating eggs and oatmeal instead Mm -hmm. of like muffins. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I like started a new um, I, I started a playlist for like motivational podcasts or like just good podcasts that episodes that I really like. And I added that to the playlist because I'm like, I really want to go back and listen like when I'm in a rut. I think yeah, it's a good one. And I think it's also hard, like coming from someone who like used to be overweight yes. and then lost weight. Like it's it's hard to literally give a shit about influencers who are like fitness oriented who who've have always been skinny. who've always been thin. Yeah. yeah. Like you were born thin, you ran track and field, and now you're a fitness influencer. Like, I'm sorry, I just don't. Yes. I don't resonate with that messaging. And she's like someone who literally, like you said, hit rock bottom in I think like college-ish time in her life, like early 20s, mm-hmm. and literally was like, I'm going to get my life together and made actual changes and then like lost all this weight and is now a really influential person. So I think it's so much easier and more motivating to listen mm-hmm. to someone who like actually she did it did like, something she actually yeah did it. and you can see in her transformation photo which is incredible yeah it's crazy yes awesome well these are our recs we will link them in the show notes and we'll get into today's episode on body image And actually, we already recorded this episode, and then our audio is messed up, so we're re-recording it. But I'm excited because there were things that we definitely missed. Yeah, agreed. We went down some rabbit holes, but we're gonna we're gonna keep it. We're focused. gonna focus today, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like body image in your 20s. I mean, just not even just in your 20s, but as a woman in general, changes so much. And I don't know. I guess let's kind of get into first what like our thoughts, feelings, and, like, our the perception of our body is currently and, like, how it's changed. Yeah, I think that currently it's in a really good place, but obviously, like, we're, we're talking about this subject from our perception right now in, like, our mid, we'll say mid-20s, not mid to late. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep it mid. We'll keep it mid. We'll keep it mid. Um, and I think that, like, first things first, this is a constant struggle. Like this isn't something that's specific to your twenties, but like you said, it's very like specific to women, I think in general, more so than men. Um, but for me, I struggled a lot when I was younger and only really recently did I get to a place where I was like, okay, I need to take control of how I perceive myself and like how I look at myself in the mirror. So for me, that growth didn't happen I would say until like the last year and a half or so to the point where I'm like I can look at myself in the mirror and I can also recognize when I'm having those negative thoughts about my body image Mm -hmm. like sometimes I would do it and I would just let myself go into these holes of like you don't look good today like yes like like bad self-talk negative self-talk exactly and I would allow myself to like go down that hole and I think now 
more than ever, I'm more like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> yeah. What do you like, think changed? Like, what do you think was the, like, was there a turning point? I think, well, I'm, in general, I'm trying to take better care of my body in the last year. So I think that was a big point is like, I'm not, I'm done with like fad diets. I'm done with like feeling shitty about myself. I'm mm-hmm. done with not taking care of myself. So I think that was like a health overhaul that I had in the last year, which changed how I view my body. Cause I'm like, I am getting on the right track. Like I feel good about what I'm doing. I feel good mm-hmm. about, you know, how much I'm exercising, what I'm eating. So I think that has helped my body image because I'm realizing now, okay, you're doing what you need to be doing and you're in a good place like mentally and physically, which makes it easier, I think, for me to like look at myself in the mirror. And even if it's not exactly quote unquote what I want, it's like I'm going in the right direction. Yeah. You're still like at peace with where you're at. Like that's what I found too. It's like I've had a long journey with my body image as I'm sure many of us have. I think high school was rough for me. Um, Like, I was always thin, but it was always, like, I just wanted to be skinny. I wanted to be, like, model skinny. Like, that was – and that's, like, the things we were seeing at the time. That is – that was the idea of what beauty is. There was no plus-size Victoria's Secret model. (laughs) No, it was, like, stick. Like, that was it. So I'm like, okay, so that's what I want to be like. And to be honest, like – Sometimes that I mean, not sometimes, most of the time, there's no way that's achievable at all. Like your body's just not built that way. And I had to like drill that into my head because that's just my body's just not built like that. But I think lately, similar to you, I've cultivated like much more positive self-talk, I'll say. And I think it's important to really stop being so hard on yourself and just love yourself where you are And appreciate the body you have because I think that has really made me, like, more motivated to, like you were saying, take care of my body. Like, when you can, like, appreciate where you're at and, like, accept your body the way it is, I think you're then even more motivated to take care of it and, like, treat it as good as you can. So, yeah, it's honestly just a journey in itself. And I think women just struggle with it. I mean, for good reason. Like, we have all of these... (laughs) images and just like what we should look like out there in the world and it's just like so frustrating and creates so much internal conflict because it's like oh this is what the world is saying I should look like but why can't I be happy with the way that I do look Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's a really hard place or it's really hard to get to that place where you are just happy with the way you look and like accept yourself yeah 100% so I know you, you touched on it a little bit but how do you think your body image has changed over time It's changed a lot, (laughs) a lot. I think high school for me was really, like I said, a a tough time. I had really bad eating habits. I was really thin still, but like I just wasn't treating my body, you know, the way it needed to be treated. And I also had low confidence. I mean, it was just a time where I was just so unsure of myself. I didn't know like where I was going in life. I didn't know what I wanted to do and that all kind of piled on to like my low confidence with on top of like my body image. So that was like rough. I mean, college, I lost a little bit of weight. I started working out a lot more. I started running like I'm not a runner now. And actually, I'm trying to start getting into it again because I just love the way you feel after you go for a run. Like sometimes running is not 
fun at all. Like in the middle of the run, I'm like, I can't do this, but you feel so good after. And like, I started running in college and I lost some weight, gained a little more confidence. And I like really started prioritizing working out. And also in college is kind of when the rise of social media started, which caused a lot of issues for a lot of people and still is causing a lot of issues for a lot of people. But like when you think back, like we didn't have that in high school and thank no. God. Yeah. We, our experience with social in high school was like your lunch and like maybe a picture of you and a couple friends at like a school event, but yes, like, like dumb photos. Yeah. yeah. Like the was, photos that I would post. Yeah. We're yeah. literally like nothing. It wasn't nearly as like self-conscious and curated yeah. as it is now. People it was just post, a free-for-all. It was, it was a free-for-all. It was such a fun place. The first few years of Instagram was like amazing. Yeah. But then, but then it all went down. <laughs> then it went downhill and we talk about it all the time. But yes, it. I think the rise of social media caused comparison to the max for me. Like, you can just compare all day and see what other people not only look like, but lifestyle. Like, where they're going in life. What are they doing? Where are they living? Like, what does their apartment look like? Like, there's so many things you can compare. So I think that was bad. That was just like a negative um, effect of social media for me. Uh, the comparison aspect. And so that was college. Got into my 20s. And, you know, I'm kind of like a little bit less worried about what others think and like really focused on myself. And we talk about it all the time. But like throughout the pandemic has just been such a growth period. I think I've really, really looked inward to see where I can better myself. And I think, I don't know, focusing on my health and like body and just taking care of myself has become a huge priority within the last few years, more so than it ever was. Like, I feel like even after college, yeah, you're out of college and you're on your own and you have to learn how to take care of yourself. But there comes a point where you're like, you need to start prioritizing it because I don't know, I wouldn't really take care of myself like the first few years out of college. What about you? When, like, how has your body image changed over time? It has changed so much. I think everyone would say the same. But for me, like, taking it real far back, I remember the first time I understood that people treated me different because of my body was, I think, like, third grade. And yeah. I have, like, a very vivid memory of this guy that I had a crush on. And, and he was so funny and he was cute. And I was like, oh, he likes me, you know. I'm, like, vibing in third grade. <laughs> third grade Jordan. <laughs> yeah. And and at this time, I was very overweight. Like, I was, I was a very, very chubby child. And I remember him saying to me, it's a shame that you're, like, so fat because you're so you're cool. And you're so – I'm not kidding, dude. And I remember what being, like, hell? whoa. Like, that is fucked up. And I, even at that young age, I was, like – what like this why would he say that to me so yeah. bizarre like yeah like not only thinking it but verbalizing it in such a nonchalant like he was trying to be honest and I and I could tell he was like trying to be like a kids genuine are so little kid fucking honest. I was like fuck kids are so honest oh my god it's horrible um but no it's like that was like the first time for me where I was like people judge you based off of your body like fully that was the lesson from that like interaction and then from there I struggled with my weight a lot and like um at elementary school early middle school I started doing like cross country I got more into sports 
I lost all this weight. I was very thin. You know, I started whatever, getting boobs and a little booty. And mm-hmm. I could just <laughs> the the way that people interacted with me changed so yeah. much. It was like one of the most fucked up things because you could literally experience in real time in your life how different people treat you if you are like thinner versus a larger girl. Yeah. And it was just absurd. Like the amount of like more guys in my class and like girls that would be interested in like talking to me and hanging out with me and even I'm I'm gonna even fucking say friends. it. Even yeah. like teachers. <laughs> like, yeah, that's so fucking were up. much more attentive and they would like ask me how I'm doing and they were like nicer to me after I lost all this weight. And so a few things happened from that. Like I've always been overly confident. Even when I was a chubby little girl, I was a fucking (laughs) confident asshole. So like that has always like stuck with me. But going through that change and like losing all that weight and finding all this like odd attention that I'd never had before because I was thinner, I was like, fuck you guys. (laughs) Seriously, that's so crazy. Like to to experience that and like see the different sides. Yes. It it really just showed how superficial people are. Like, kids are going to be superficial because we're taught that at a young age. Like, you're not born with it. You are you learn that. You're socialized that way. And so, like, going through that definitely also gave me more confidence, which I think was a good and a bad thing. Like, I got more confidence because I was getting, like, this newfound attention from my peers. But it also was, like, an odd reaffirming fact that if I had gained weight I would lose these people in my life Mm. and it was like so it was just crazy yes it's a mind fuck because it's like who like you're the same guy that was a dick to me when I was a chubby little cool girl and now that I'm a skinny cool girl you're like hey can I have your number (laughs) you know yeah what the hell so that was it was a very bizarre upbringing and I learned a lot But then, obviously, after that, definitely not a good body image in college, I would say. Like, I was very, you know, like you said, I drank a lot. I ate a lot of shit. I had no money. I was eating, like, rice and scrambled eggs and salsa. Right, like, you're eating the cheapest thing you can buy. I wasn't. Which is not. No. (laughs) I was not feeding my body well. I was feeling shitty. I started breaking out for the first time in, like, a really long time. So, body image was very negative through those years and like through the end of my college experience um and it wasn't until like very recently like I said meeting you and like starting to get my health on track where I'm like fuck okay I need to get our shit together yes yes. and I think it also comes back to like I I want to feel good in my own skin like I've heard people say that before and I finally clicked I forget who said it but it was actually a guy who was like He had lost a bunch of weight during COVID, and he was like, I just felt uncomfortable in my frame, like, in my own body. I was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And, like, there were definitely points in the last, like, two years where I felt that way. I was just like, I'm not comfortable in my own skin right now. I felt that before, too. It's like you can feel like you're not taking care of yourself. Like, you can feel it, and you just – sometimes it's hard to, like, actually fucking do something about it, though. That's the thing. Like, you consciously know, like, I'm not – taking care of myself the way I should like Mm -hmm. there are things that I can change and it's like that's where the motivation comes in like you have to like there has to be a point where you're like all right getting up and making a fucking change like we're doing it today (laughs) like we're not waiting we're not doing it next week so I think that 
and we're going to talk about motivation too in a little bit too but like I think that plays a huge role because yeah I've I've felt that I feel like a lot of people have felt that just uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I feel like when you start taking care of yourself more it affects your body image in such a positive way because you know you're doing tangible things that make you feel better and make you feel more at home in your own body. Mm-hmm. And like whether that is like cutting down on caffeine, cutting down on alcohol, maybe it's like going for more walks during the day. Like for me, one of the biggest reasons why I started going back to the gym was because of like mental health alone. Like I literally went because when I would go, I felt so much clearer. Mm-hmm. Like my mind felt clearer. I felt like I could tackle the day better. I was having a better meetings at work. Like I literally didn't even go for the physical benefits. Well, seriously, though, I feel like it needs to be reframed. Like, it doesn't – you don't need to do all of these things for the physical benefits. Like, not everything needs to be focused on the physical benefits. Rather than looking good, I want to feel good. Like, when I made that mindset shift, it seriously is. Like, when I made that shift, it's like now I'm doing things and I'm listening to my body. I'm feeding my body things that – make me feel good and know what doesn't make me feel good and try and avoid those things and just I don't know it was like the biggest shift for me but like the entire my entire upbringing I was always focused on the physical benefits of it like how skinny can I get like (laughs) seriously it's so it's so shitty it's so fucked up and the harm it does like to your body especially in adolescence like middle high school and you're going to the gym, running miles on a treadmill, sitting on an elliptical for an hour. Not eating enough. Not eating like, anything. Yeah. You're just – you're building no muscle. You're just burning all this energy. And we're all walking around like fucking zombies in high school because we're not feeding we're ourselves We're not feeding anything. ourselves. We're overworking our yeah. bodies. We're just not – we just don't know how to treat our bodies. Yeah. We truly don't. And, and I no think, one tells you how to treat your body. No. No one tells you like – I just – how like looking back like how the fuck did we make it through the day i literally don't know it like i would so eat nothing <laughs> like i would eat like a really tiny lunch like how did i have the energy i just don't like know. survival mode straight survival yeah. mode. Your and that's why like, i gained I weight going. i gained weight my senior year because i literally didn't eat shit like yeah. i would pack my lunch and it would be nothing like a yogurt like what was i thinking i i don't know I was thinking I wanted to be skinny. That's what I was thinking. It's It makes me so sad. It makes me so sad. It really does. And, like, that's what you think when you're in high school. You're like, yes, the less I eat, the more I work out, that's, you know, that's what I need to do to look this way. But it's literally, like, the opposite. You're, like, digging yourself in a hole because it's just not going to work out the way you think. It's not sustainable. No, no, no. It's literally not. So, like, we've already talked about, like, we've already talked about girls are obviously more likely to have a negative body image. Do we think this is surprising? (laughs) No, it's not. No. Um, Yeah, I feel like we're at a completely different standard than men are. And I, I would love to have a guy on the podcast and, like, redo this episode one day and hear his perspective. Um, cause obviously this is just coming from two women. Yeah. I'd love to hear about like the men's perspective of body yeah. image. Cause yes, I think women have it worse, but like there's definitely an aspect there for men too. Yeah. I think women have it worse in a sense that what people expect of women usually affects our health more negatively, I think, than, than what a man should look like mm-hmm. in an ideal, like 
world. You know what yeah. I mean? Like guys are always like, oh, I feel so much pressure to beef up and like go to the gym and lift. <laughs> I'm like, we're getting pressure to starve ourselves. Yes. Like, like it's there's not a the same. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's kind of where I get when I'm like, um, like these girls are out here not eating for days at a time and like binging food and then throwing up and you're trying to increase your protein intake, like... It's a little different. Yeah, it is different. It, it is so much more harmful on us. But no, I, I fully think that it's... It makes sense that girls are more likely to have a negative body image. Yeah. Well, even... So when we were talking about social media, we both listened to the Skinny Confidential episode with Victoria Garrick. And I don't know if you, you guys listening have listened to that episode, but it is, like, life-changing for me because... I mean, it just kind of, like, talks about the negative impacts of social media. And, like, she shared this viral video that she posted on TikTok. Basically, there's a filter where it can completely transform your body. Transform your body. Mm-hmm. Like, not only is it a face filter, which we all know are Exists. all over yeah. Instagram. It is a body filter. Like, she... It was insane. Just watching the video, she was, like, dancing around and, like, she had the filter on and then... Like, the beat dropped and the filter went off. And, like, you could see her, like, actual body, which she looks great as is. And she's so confident. But it just goes to show, like, nothing's real. Like, nothing on Instagram is real. And the thing that's so harmful about it is we're comparing ourselves to things that are not real. To things that are not attainable at all. Yeah. This which is, is like so an alternate crazy. universe. Like it's we're serious. living in an episode of Black Mirror right now. We are. With social media. We like, fucking are. Like, <laughs> this is straight up episode of Black Mirror. I don't know. Like I didn't know that. I truly did not know either. you could filter a video. Like it was – I mean I don't even know. It, it like made her butt bigger. It made her waist mm-hmm. smaller. It made her boobs bigger. It made everything just perfect. Like straight up perfect. Her lips bigger, like her whole, it was literally her whole body, like her whole body, face, everything. And then when it went off, I was like shocked. So like, that's the thing. You're scrolling and you see that and you're like, ugh, I need to go to the gym. Like she looks so good. But like, no, she's putting on a filter on. (laughs) It's not real. A part of me is like, listening to that episode, it's so good. Go check it out. Um, Like listening to that conversation is like. I hate that these filters exist, but I don't think that they're going anywhere. Like, they're here to stay. There's always going to be fake shit online, and every single second it's getting worse. Like, there are more filters being added. The technology is getting better. It's getting smarter. It's feeding you more content that is, like, fucking fake. And we're all just, like, letting it happen. But I don't think that's going anywhere. I love in the episode that she talks about... Like, having a disclaimer in a post if there's a filter on it. Yes. Like, I think that's a great idea because we should know if this is real or fake. Like, yeah. there's no way to distinguish it. Like, it's not like a Snapchat filter where you're like a fucking dog. It's like... <laughs> and you know it's fake. <laughs> and you know it's fake. A dog filter. It's, TBT. Oh, that was a classic. Was Bring a classic. it back, Snapchat. Bring it back. Um, But no, like, it's... I feel like being able to acknowledge and, like, see posts and see, okay, there's a filter on this is, I think, necessary. It's just helpful because, like, then you're not – like, that was her whole thing. It's, like, scrolling with caution because you don't know right now what is real and what is fake. But that would just be helpful to know. Like, and no shame. Like, sure, fucking use the filter. That's fine. But let us know. Yeah. Like, let young girls – 
that are scrolling know that that's fake. I know. And in the episode, he was like, are we just being, like, too protective of people? I'm like, too protective of fucking kids? Yes. Like, sit down. Like, literally, I can't handle that. When people are like, well, the alternative is we're just, like, so sensitive. Everyone's so sensitive. It's like. This is beyond that. Yes. Like, this is out of our control. Yeah, this isn't a millennial scrolling. This is a 16-year-old scrolling. Yeah. Like, it's different. And protect the people who need to be protected. Yeah. Yeah. I know. When he chimed in, I was like, nope. (laughs) Yeah. It was. Stop. (laughs) It was not the right time. It was not the right time. Yeah. Check out the episode. It's really good and just, like honestly insightful like she's she's so cool and i love what she's doing she's really just trying to make social media more transparent yeah that's literally what she's trying to do and i am all for that so another thing i wanted to to chat about is huge when it comes to body image motivation so like how do you motivate yourself to start taking care of your body and like What are some things you do to get yourself out of a rut? Because I feel like your relationship with your body image is a constant struggle. It's not something you achieve one day and then you're like, yay, never have to deal with that again. Like some days you have bad days and like I feel like I'm in a rut some days and it's kind of hard to get out of those thoughts and feelings. So do you have anything like you do Yeah, and like how to motivate yourself? The... What I've learned to do most is that, like, first of all, this is not, like, a path to enlightenment. Like, I don't think there's an end point where any of us feel fully confident and amazing and 100% all the time. I'm never going to have a doubt in my mind about my body again. Yeah. It's, yeah. That doesn't (laughs) exist. I don't don't think. If you're out there and you feel that way, hit us up. I would love to hear from you. Let me know your tips, (laughs) please. But, like... For me, it's acknowledging that, like, this is a practice. This is something I want to practice for the rest of my life and, like, teach my children how to practice for the rest of their life. Like, knowing and acknowledging that when those bad thoughts happen and, like, if you're looking in the mirror after shower one day and you're like, damn, like, my stomach looks bigger than it usually is. Like, why why do my arms look this way? Like, when you start judging yourself and start feeling that, like, criticism towards your own body, I think it's, like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. It's natural. But recognize and stop when it's happening. Like, okay, I'm clearly having very negative thoughts about my body right now. I'm going to stop this in its tracks. I'm not going to continue to think like this. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, it's like stop and realize when it's happening and acknowledge that it's happening. So I don't go through this like rabbit hole of nonsense, like right. negative self-talk. Right. And then another thing I do that like I think has been really helpful in the last couple of years is just coming back to things that center me with my body and my body image. So like yoga, lifting weights, doing Pilates, getting back into meditation. A big one is eating foods that make me feel good. Like when I eat shit, mm-hmm. I have a worse body image. Like yeah. it, it just is natural for me. Like I feel shitty. I'm tired. Like I don't feel good or I'm really hungover. I'm not, like, looking in the mirror like, you star. Like, <laughs> you fucking star. You're like fucking beautiful. Yeah, like, it's, that's hard, you know? When, it doesn't you, go hand in hand with yes. eating like shit. When your body feels like shit, your mind usually feels like shit. So, like, 
doing things that center me back to both like mental and physical alignment, I mm-hmm. think is key for me to, to stay positive. Yeah. We were literally just talking about how we're addicted to our morning lemon water. Yes. Oh that is gosh. such a good way to start the day. Like seriously, it's like one little healthy habit that we've both been doing and it's like game changer. I literally went in the pouring rain <laughs> to the bodega across the street to get lemons this morning because we yep. were out. You needed it. Caleb's like, are you It's like the new going? coffee. Yeah. It's like you need your lemon water. Yeah. The best way for me to get out of a rut is to get off social. Like get off Instagram. Not only get off of it, but delete it off of your phone. Just delete the app from your phone for like a few days or whatever, however long it takes for you to just kind of ground yourself and get back in the right headspace because I just I just have such a toxic relationship with Instagram and like social in general so I think that is big for me just get out of that comparison loop don't go on and just make yourself feel even shittier than you do like you were saying recognize when you're feeling that way so you can stop it and do the things that you need to do Like for me, it's deleting Instagram off my phone and like not going and scrolling all day because then I'll just feel even worse at the end of the day. So that's big for me to get out of a rut. And then in terms of like motivation, I think, I mean, everyone's different and like find what works for you to get motivated. But I have like certain podcast episodes and like YouTube channels or videos that I like to watch when I'm feeling like a little down and need a boost like, I like a lot of the Skinny Confidential or, like, OK Sis podcast episodes. And then I have a few YouTubers I like. I love to watch Kenzie Elizabeth vlogs. They're just, like, so soothing. And, like, things like that. Like, just find things that, like, make you feel better and, like, make you, I don't know, kind of want to get your life together. Like, get up and kind of get shit done. Because there are days where you just feel like laying down in bed and like not really doing anything. And like, don't get me wrong. That's fine. Sometimes like I do that shit all the time. But if you do it too often, you can really kind of get yourself in a rut. I feel like at least for me, if I'm like lazy all weekend, I'm like not motivated for the week ahead to like take care of myself or like cook or literally do anything in terms of like taking care of myself. So I think just finding things that work for you and like keeping those like keeping those safe, like those episodes that like motivate you or like make you want to like there are certain skinny confidential episodes I've listened to that I'm like, damn, like the gut health one. I'm like, I need to get my shit together. Like I'm going to take care of my gut health. Like there's other episodes like around health and working out and wellness and like Melissa Wood Health was on. So I they're like my go to for like when I'm feeling down and I need to get myself back up. We love a good skinny confidential episode. Oh my God, we do. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into taking care of your body. What habits have you formed to exercise and move your body more? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm trying to figure that out as I go. Like I said, I'm, I have really shifted my mindset from like physical aspect to like how I feel, which I love, which helps me like I don't know. I can kind of do whatever workouts that make me feel good. And I've been like loving Pilates. I really like want to be a Pilates girl. Like that's it. I want to be a Pilates girl and it's expensive. (laughs) I'm sticking to Melissa with health right now. But no, seriously, I, I haven't really, really been doing a lot of cardio and I feel like that's actually impacting my mental health. Like I feel like I need more. So I've been starting to run a bit more, which is big for me because I'm not a runner and I 
traditionally hate running. <laughs> so it's been it's actually been feeling really good though. Like I enjoy it. I've only been running on the treadmill, but I do I do like a good outdoor run because then you also get the fresh air too. So Yeah, and I feel like you you had that past where it was like you developed a negative relationship with running. So like getting mm-hmm. back to it might take a minute, but getting back into like running for the good reasons and the right reasons. Exactly the of, right reasons. Yeah. That's what I'm like trying to do. It's like have a better I don't even know, like a better outlook, um, a better outlook, but a better mindset around working out. Like, I don't want to get mad at myself if I don't work out seven days a week. Like I used to be crazy. Like I used to work out so much and now I feel like, oh, if I miss one day that I like failed, like the whole week is ruined. I didn't go to the gym today. Like it doesn't need to be that way. It's more so moving your body, at least go for a walk or something. If, if you miss the gym, like just get up and like go for a walk or do some stretches or something. That's kind of how I'm trying to look at it now. It's not like negative. Like I didn't go. I failed. It's like, no, like I need to move my body. I'm listening to my body. I'm, (laughs) that doesn't mean I should just skip the gym every day. But like, if I miss it one day, I'm trying to make myself not feel so shitty because I used to like a lot. I used to make myself feel like really shitty if I skipped a day. Yeah. There's a Another skinny confidential episode. We're obsessed. What um, can I say? With a weight trainer. I don't know. If oh, I listened to that one. Yeah, I, I love that one, and it it honestly helped me so much. Like, understand what I should be doing differently when I'm going to the gym because, like, I used to have a negative relationship with the gym. It was mm-hmm. positive when I was younger. I'd go work out with my brothers. I was having fun. I like felt good. And then throughout, like, end of high school, early college, it was negative. Like you said, I would go because I feel like I had to yeah. go. Like, you force yourself yeah. to go, and if you skip, then if you – I felt shitty about yeah. it. And now, after, like, listening to that episode, I have been doing three gym sessions a week. And sometimes I'll do four, but if I do four, I'm conscious that, like, I need to take a solid day or two off after that. Right, because if you're lifting, you need to give yourself a break. Yes, and that was the biggest thing, too, is, like, right now I'm kind of still on this health journey. Like, I'm trying to get back in the gym. I want to get my weight down a little bit. My blood pressure was a little high um, a few months ago, so I'm trying to, like, work towards, like, obviously a better body image, but also a healthier body. And I have lost more weight in a really like healthy good way weightlifting taking at least one day off in between each gym session and the days that I have off I will just run or do a very chill like yoga flow like something very low impact um that just kind of gets my heart rate going a little bit Mm -hmm. and then that makes me more like the days where I do go to the gym and I am working out I'm there for one hour and I'm focusing on like the exercises I need to be doing. I'm not rushing through shit. Like that's how injuries happen. Like that's how people feel shitty after they weight lift. Like I feel like the perception I have now of it is such a more like healthy, good. Yeah. You know, I don't know. No, I completely agree. Like you don't need to go every day. You need to give your body a break. Definitely like doing my intense workouts and like targeted. So I'll go in and like just target specific areas and like focus on that the whole time I'm there and then like the next day take it off take it take some time off like stretch do Melissa would help run if I'm feeling up to it and then the next day do something else yeah so it's like those break break periods and I think shifting your mindset from working out to make you feel good is like 
key. It, it's like such a game changer. Yeah. And I also think something I've been more conscious of lately is like, if I'm really in the mood to work out, I'll go. Because mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like sometimes I like I have a rest days and then I go to the gym and then rest day gym. But like if I just wake up one morning and I'm like, I feel like moving my body like in a really good way right now, I'll go. And like also when you have those days where you're like, I just am feeling sluggish. I'm not feeling good. I'm not up to it. Like take a day off. Go mm-hmm. for a walk. Go for a walk. That's don't, like my go-to. Yeah, Go for like, a walk. It clears your head. Don't go to the gym and not do the workout that you intend mm-hmm. to do, that you're there to do, just take a day off. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I used to force myself to go so I would Even when you were in the right Even headspace. when I was yeah. in the right headspace. And it's not good for your body. No. Are you a morning workout gal? I lately am in um, evening. Yeah. I like working out in the morning. Like, I like – we did a workout class this morning, and I loved that. <laughs> fucking kicked our ass. <laughs> I'm like, not okay. <laughs> I was dying. Um – but no, I'm. I used to be a morning workout per- person, but lately I end work at a decent time now, so I'm wow, done at what like a five. Life. Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna work like, out. Let's go to the gym. Damn. Yeah, I'm like I love a morning workout. Like yeah, that's my that's favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite. But it just I'm bad at waking up. So we know this, <laughs> guys. I'm terrible at waking up in you the morning. Are, yeah, I could sleep. All day. It's funny because during the week, like, I can't wake up. And then, of course, on the weekends, I wake up by myself at, like, 7. I know. I love those it's memes where it's, like, seriously? 8 a.m. on a work day and you're, like, a groggy piece of shit. And then it's, like, 7 a.m. on the weekend. And I'm up. Glasses on, reading a book <laughs> yeah. in bed. Like, like why? Why? Uh, yeah. So that's – I mean, that's really all I think we had. That That is our episode on body image. I mean – let us know if you have any other tips, anything that, like, you went through and, like, what helped you get through it. DM us. Email us. Anything. Like, we'd love to hear from you guys on, like, ways you've struggled and, like, how you've overcome it. Any tips you have. Yeah. We can always take this conversation deeper, too. Like, if you have other things yeah. we didn't cover, like, let's cover them. Let's do it. And that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to stay up to date on everything for the Cool Girls Only podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Cool Girls Only Podcast. And you can sign up for our monthly newsletter at coolgirlnews.com. All of our information is linked in the show notes. We would also love to hear any topics you're interested in or any guests that you think would be a good fit for the show. Feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time, Cool Girls. Cool Girls.